Welcome to the Worship Leader Problems Podcast with your host, Jeremy, and codename Joel. Look, worship ministry can be one of the most rewarding areas in church ministry. But it can also feel like... I'm a worship leader. And I'm a production guy. And these are our problems. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Worship Leader Probs Podcast. Dude, can episode you even believe this? 9. What the, what the world? Dude, episode it's so much nine. fun. It's so much fun. So, there are many of you right now that as we record this, you're sitting there looking at your podcast feed going, um, guys, where's Episode 9? And so, I gotta, I gotta confess that I didn't have chance last night. We recorded yesterday and I didn't have a chance just with where life and ministry is right now to get that knocked out. So I came in from a bunch of meetings with elders and, and pastors today to sit down to only to realize that yesterday when we recorded, I left my monitor speakers on. And so Mr. Prob's voice fed back through my mic and I just don't have enough time to go through and automate volumes and cut out all the bad. So this is our second take at episode nine. <laughs> take two. So it should be killer. It should be. I mean, we, we should really know what we want to talk about this time. So before we forget it, stop, hit pause right now. Okay. And go to Instagram. Make sure you're following Worship Leader Probs and tag 10 people in the latest post, in the latest Absolutely. meme or post on, on Instagram. Worship Leader Probs. Okay, do that. While you're paused, make sure that you have clicked subscribe to Ooh, the yes. podcast, right? And if you have yeah. not left a five-star review, do that for us. Would you please do that for us? It helps uh, get the podcast out. We really want to get into the, uh, like, what's, you know, new and exciting or hot or whatever. The, new and noteworthy. No, New and noteworthy. We want to yeah. get into those categories on all the podcast services. So please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. So many of you have done that so far, and we are grateful. And if you haven't done it, Shame on you. Right? No, I'm just kidding. We're gonna I'm have serious. we're gonna have Jen Smale make a meme out of you. She's gonna meme the snot out of you. <laughs> She's gonna meme you so much. <laughs> I'm gonna meme you so hard right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. So how are you recuperating from I mean, you you have what I would like to call a week <laughs> last week. Like give the listeners just a glimpse into some of what Mr. Probs had to go through last week. Yeah, so I've talked about in previous episodes, we do like a big kind of a Christmas concert in our services, and we add a few services for that weekend. And so that was this past weekend. So we did six services, uh, one on Friday, two on Saturday, and three on Sunday. Um, and uh, that's a lot, right? It's just a lot. Oh, yeah. For, for no matter what kind of church you're in or what size your church is, it's a lot. So... Uh, then on top of that, we uh, we launched a campus this weekend. <laughs> yes. So uh, that's our second campus. So in addition to all the six services at our main campus, we got a team at each of these other two campuses. So that's three teams uh, for a total of eight services. Yeah. And our uh, our production director got diagnosed with bronchitis and the flu last <laughs> week. So he was, he was like masked up and running around 
as much as he could, but God love him. I mean, his, he was about to die. It looked like the cough was horrific. And oh my so goodness. he was out for the whole weekend. So we had to uh, tap into some uh, some extended friendships and uh, cover some bases <laughs> for the weekend. But um, it, it, God was honored and it was, uh, it, it, it all came together really well. But the process was, uh, was a challenge at some time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I felt so bad. There was only one. I will say I'm proud of you because there was only one time I had to talk you down off a ledge. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the deal. Mr. Probs has a long fuse. And I'm not, I was not, you know, mad at my production guy for getting sick because he, he can't control that. But there are other, there are other things that to me are like nails on a chalkboard. And I'm sure like for all of you out there listening, when you send an email to your team, everyone reads it, right? They read it a couple of times <laughs> from start to finish. They commit all the details to memory and all those things. The, the surefire way to shorten my fuse is to, um, start firebombing my text with questions that I have already given you the answers to. (laughs) They're either in an email or they're in the planning center plan. And I'm just like, Oh, so that I have a really short fuse. Um, or sorry, yeah. really long, really long fuse. But that that is a thing that that shortens it significantly. Mrs. Worship Leader Props would attest to that. So, um, so yeah, that we had a little bit of that going on uh, last week, and that's um, amazing. That's that's just kind of an extra challenge on top of all the rest of the challenges. So yeah, wow, dude, so funny. I so I I just I felt so bad from afar. I was thinking, oh, if I could if I can get on an airplane, I would come fly and mix this thing for you, help take some pressure off. Oh but. man, yeah, it, 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 you know, and it's it's uh, this this is one of a you know like a handful of weekends where our pastor would say, this is a weekend we pull out all the stops. We really want yep. uh, we want to fill the place with guests and uh, people who don't go to our church and. Uh, you know, share the gospel with them and on all those things. And so we, you know, it, for, for us, this was, you know, next to Easter, you know, this would have probably been the biggest week of our year. Yeah. And so to be dealing with all of that, you know, it's, uh, it was, it was a little, a little, uh, yeah. yeah. And Hey, listeners don't do us a favor. We don't need any DMS saying, Oh, at least you got a production guy. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> the reality, the reality is you know, I kind of want, like, don't take this the wrong way, but like, you know, if you were dealing with a close to 200 member kids choir and a 10 piece orchestra and bringing in all kinds of rental gear, you would need a production guy too. So yeah, it's, and yeah, and we do, we get, we get that from time to time. And look, this is for people in churches of all sizes. So I, I get it, but sometimes we will get the the uh you know the jesus juke sort of dm about how, <laughs> you know hey man it's really just all about jesus and it is it totally is uh but we're all uh you know everybody every church is gifted to do different things and so that's right uh to do what we've been called to do in the community that we're called to do it in uh it 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 takes some stuff to make that happen. So yeah, yeah that's it's, right. so it's a, it's a challenge when, when things go sideways, but God was honored and we, we, we got through it and it was really, it turned out great. So super that's awesome, grateful, dude. super grateful. Did you go home Sunday and just take the biggest nap in the world? I did. And here, like I am, I am not a napper because I'm a pretty deep sleeper. And so 
if I'm going to take a nap for 20 minutes, I might as well be out for six hours because I'm going to oh, feel wow. I'm going to feel the same when I wake up. So I sort of try not to nap, gotcha. so that gotcha. I so that I can sleep at night. My Mrs. Worship Leader Probs needs just 10 minutes wherever she can find it. And uh, if, if she does that, she's good to go. I, I'm not that. So, but I actually, I, I fell asleep um, scrolling through Instagram. I, my thumb was still. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> my thumb was still on a, uh, was still scrolling when I, when I fell asleep. So. Okay. You want to hear something incredible? So I've kind of mentioned our church is going through quite a bit right now. And so today yeah. was an elder pastor meeting and we, we have a gentleman who, um, he's gotta be early eighties, former pastor helps with like visitation and helps run kind of our prime timer ministry. And so he comes to many of our staff meetings and things like that. And I looked over and homie was dead asleep in the middle of our meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking like head back, mouth wide open, dead asleep. He was and it's like everything I can. Oh dude. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. It's, isn't it, isn't it? <laughs> Don't don't at me on this either. But sometimes when those things happen, don't, like just when you don't, okay, I'm just going to say it. Laughing at someone sometimes can be really, really good medicine. So sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're in like a heavy meeting yeah. and all of a sudden you look oh, over man. and see something like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. You guys Another pray quick for story. Jeremy. He's been, he's been in a lot of heavy meetings, ladies. So pray, yeah. pray for God him. is good and he still sits on the throne. So. Amen. Okay. So. Um, so I think I, I've I mentioned many times, like, so I, I started out as the assistant to our worship leader. Mm-hmm. And so we were having a meeting with a lady who was in charge of communion and she was in again in her eighties and everyone called her Sarge <laughs> because she served in the military nice. back in like the fifties when it wasn't cool for women to be in right. the military and stuff. She like, had to hold her own, man. Yeah. And so, and, and, and so picture Sarge as a lady in your head and it's exactly who this woman is, right? (laughs) So this is the second meeting he's ever brought me into because I was like a ministry intern when I came in. (laughs) And so we're having this meeting about communion supplies or whatever. And, and Sarge bends over to grab something out of her purse. And just breaks wind the whole way down and the whole way back. And I, I am a person who unashamedly thinks that bathroom humor is hilarious. And so having this happen, I didn't know what to do. So I just started staring at the worship leader <laughs> because I was like, I was afraid if I looked anywhere else, I would die. Well, he wouldn't make eye contact with me because he was afraid if he looked at me, we would have both. And, and Sarge never even knew. She just kept rolling right through the meeting and we got it. And when she walked out, we laughed for oh, probably 15 straight Lord. minutes. Yep. That is incredible. That is yep. incredible. <laughs> well, with that being said, we're very thankful for our volunteers yes, in the we church. Are. Man, and God so why don't we it. take a moment and let's recognize some MVPs. Man, I love this part of it. I love it. Absolutely. And when you post one of these on social media and you see, you know, I know that guy or that lady, I went to college with them. So cool. You know, they deserve this so much. I love, I love all that. So this is, this is, I I love the MVP part of this. So our volunteer MVP, Nick Plovanich. That's right. 
He's from Mission Church in Chicago, Illinois. He was nominated by Dustin Smith. Nick serves in production two to three weeks a month doing lighting. Uh, and he takes it on himself to do like lots of research for, you know, current trends or, you know, like when Hillsong did this song, what was their lighting like? What kind of emotion were they trying to uh, communicate? That kind of stuff. He stays up on all of that. And he also is like a, a passionate worshiper while he serves. And wow, uh, you know, man, I, I love that. Absolutely. Dustin, you're a blessed man to have, uh, to have Nick on your team. So Nick, we salute you. We salute you. Yes. And so I, I almost feel like for our staff MVP, we should have some sort of a drum roll. Maybe okay. that, that horn thing that you have on your phone. Some sort oh. of a, there needs to be some pomp and circumstance with this one. For this one. next one? Ooh, let me see. This, <laughs> this one is very, very special. Okay. I'm ready. So this week... Our staff MVP is Jen Smale. You know her from her memes. Jeremy is her, is her favorite, her favorite subject. Jen Smale is the associate creative director at 2911 Church in Tempe, Arizona. Oh, Jen, yeah. I would trade you weather in a heartbeat. She was nominated by Justice Williams. Jen is a full-time volunteer yeah full-time awesome. full-time that is volunteer. so cool she loves the lord loves people she teaches and raises raises up interns and the next generation and she's been a mentor to justice who nominated her and uh she's doing all of this when she isn't building her prolific meme empire that's jen smale yeah jen she is our staff mvp and jen we salute you salute you Yesterday when we did this, we tried to time it together, but to say that at the same time, couldn't do it at all. It wasn't happening, was it? No. But here's the deal. We need to have Jen on. I think we're going to need to. We've got to have Jen on. This lady is just... Her, She's hilarious. My wife knows if I am in my chair or in, we're supposed to be watching TV and I start laughing, what did Jen send? That's what I... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's amazing she's awesome hey guys if you want to see us um recognize your mvps uh live on the air here um all you got to do is email us at info at um you can hit us up in the dms we'd like to have their name what church they serve at what their position within that church is a picture and their Instagram handle. So that way we can recognize them. And uh, again, we're so thankful. And hey, I, we said it, you know, we're trying to trying to figure out some ways we can maybe make this uh, worth your while. And so um, be sending these people in for us and we will recognize them. Absolutely, man. I love, I love this. I absolutely I love do it. too. I do. Well, Mr. Probs, it is time for one of our more favorite portions of this show. We like to call it. Prayer concerns. So guys, here's the deal. Every single one of us in our churches, we've got our connection cards, our welcome cards. And every week we'll get, you know, we get a fair share of, hey, pray for this. I'm struggling with this. But every once in a while, you get somebody's complaints. 
in the prayer con- prayer concerns section of your card. And so um, we like to read those from time to time here on the air. Um, and so thank you so much for those of you that have been sending in your prayer concerns for us. And so here's the deal. Just like your MVPs, if you want to send them to us so we can read them, um, it's info at worshipleaderprops.com. Here's our promise to you. We will not use your name and we will not use your church's name. We just want to, to because sometimes it feels a little nice to kind of commiserate with each other. <laughs> it does. It reminds you us know? we're not alone, man. We're all, we all exactly. We, we all have things. We all have things. We all have volunteers who don't read our emails and our instructions. We That's all right. have that guy in the church who thinks it's too loud or whatever. It's it just it happens for all of us. We so, we all have the little yellow question marks in our planning centers. Oh, for people who yeah, won't confirm, makes me so mad. Just hit the green button. Just hit the green button, right? How my, hard is it? My team gets three days, and then I hit, really? I hit decline for them. <laughs> I do. No you soup want, for you. you. Want to, exactly. You want to serve? Three days is more than enough time, right? Wow. Three days okay. is more than enough time. You ask your spouse. You check your family calendar. You check your work calendar. You check your social calendar. What, what else is there? That's true. Hit the green button. So, again. so what do we got this week? Okay, so this this one this one actually came in from a friend, a really good friend of mine, and here's what he got sent. The young lady on the team this past weekend was simply too attractive and therefore <laughs> distracting. I appreciated her attempt at modesty, but it didn't help. Oh my gosh. Can you please ask her to serve elsewhere or use her in a less attention getting area of ministry? God bless you and all your hard work. That is holy crap. Is it okay to say that? Because I feel like that's a holy crap moment. She's too attractive. Oh my God. Too attractive. Could you please teach her to how to play the drums so you can put her in the drum cage? Because right, right. then I can't I appreciated see her. her attempting to be modest, but it just didn't help. She's too attractive. Oh my gosh. I'd like to know what they got a young Farrah Fawcett out there right. leading leadership right. or something like that. Right. Like, come on. Jennifer Aniston apparently is serving on the team at this at this guy's church. Oh my gosh. That is oh wow. Isn't that incredible. It's like, bro, uh like where's your mind at while right. you're worshiping? You focus, know what I mean? Like focus those focus those thoughts, man. Yowzers. Yeah, yeah. That's Dude, funny. I got yelled at again this weekend for sound. Come on. The kick and drum it, again? Kick drum again. Dude, do you have like a new drummer or? No, I, I don't even know. We haven't changed a thing. Wow. But I love him. But hey, I used I, I used Mr. Um, Prob, Probverb. That you, Ooh, used. you did. I did. I, I asked her, because this lady is in her probably in her mid seventies. And I, so I said, Hey, let me ask you a question. Do you really feel like it's too loud or do you feel like maybe there's some preference in there? Mm. Oh, I just think it's too loud. I think it's too loud. And I said, okay. I said, I know you've been to some Gaither vocal band concerts. And I said, I've talked with their sound guys and I know for a fact they run it somewhere between 97 and 98 decibels at a Gaither vocal concert. Well, that didn't seem too loud. And I, so I said, okay, and I said, so we're trying to reach a lot of people, you know, like our particular church, you know, I, we don't settle on any kind of a demographic. So we're just trying to reach everybody from the age of five all the way up to 95, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I said, if I were to, to mix it to your preference, 
what's the church going to look like in five years? Whoa, whoa. Because that was a question you posed. And and, and yeah. so she, she thought for a second and goes, probably wouldn't be a whole lot of us left because we'd probably be dying out. Mm. Mm. And I said, so you can understand what, why we're trying, I'm trying to do everything I can to honor you because I, I, I'll be the first to say I, I've the church that I serve in. I, I grew up in this church. I have attended here since 1991. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I stand on the shoulders of a lot of those people Absolutely. that have given to get us into this big building that we're in and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, I also know that it's, we've got to make sure that we're preparing the way for new generations to, to come and to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And yep. dude, it was a, it was a good conversation. So. Wow. That's awesome. It's always a little, uh, scary when you, when you hear somebody say that they used some, something that you said, um, you know, you want to hope that it went well, but, and so good. I'm glad, I'm glad it did. And I know you, you would have presented that in a really sensitive and caring pastoral way. Um, that's the hope. But, you know, that's real. That really is the bottom line. That's really what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, hey, we've, we've only got a few more minutes here because we've actually got to jump onto a phone call with Anthony Evans Jr. Anthony what? Evans Jr. That's right. So, hey, let's real quick, let's go into a sliding into the DMs question. So one of the questions that we uh, have gotten is this. Mr. Probs, what are you looking forward to in 2019? Hmm. It's going to be here before you know it. Um, yeah. For sure. And, um, you know, I, certainly there are some songs that I've, I've been eyeballing. And here's the deal. A Christmas worship is not something that is that I enjoy a lot of. Does not resonate and with I've, I've been in it long enough that I remember the days way before Paul Balash came out with his Christ, Christmas worship, like mashups, you know. Um, that one, by the way, with King of Heaven, Come Down, and Hark the Herald. I think that— Oh, yeah. That's my favorite, I think. Um, so anyway— just, you know, pure Christmas worship, you know, back in the day, there weren't like contemporary arrangements of, of carols. And so you'd go from, you know, singing Hillsong on the weekend or whatever to like straight from the hymnal, all the songs would be, you know, Christmas carols. And that, that, that was just really hard. It just, so anyway, I'm looking forward to that being over. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to um, a song Jeremy introduced to me, uh, Hallelujah for the Cross from Chris McClarney, who's been on the Woo-hoo! podcast. Man, I love that song. Um, there's some new, uh, some of the songs from the New Jesus Culture CD. Um, yeah. Uh, Not Afraid and Move. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Man, just some great. I'm, and I'm looking forward to, I've talked about this before, like creating some space in our services. So there are those times where we turn the click off and we we plan time for this. Um we turn the click off and we just park on a moment, you know, and I want to, I want to be more creative about, about, uh, drilling down on, on moments like that for, in our service. That's cool. That's real cool. Awesome, dude. Well, for us, yeah, for us, um, we are introducing moving lights into our services, Hello. um, which has not been a place that our church has been for. I mean, I had to fight just to do, LED up lighting and get a little haze in the room so we could have a nice little color wash. And mm. people have been down with that was fine. But um, uh, back in April, uh, our, our former senior pastor moved on and um, kind of trying to infuse some new life and energy into what we're doing. Mm. And so we invested in a, just a couple of moving lights. And so we did a big Christmas night of worship Sunday night. And it was the first time a light has ever moved in a service at Pathway Church, where I serve. Get down, man. And so, 
a little nerve wracking going in, but uh, we we try to be really intentional. So for two weekends in a row, we kind of had the movers on, but only just like in a static look, and it was only on for the walk in and for the walk out looks. Um, it didn't turn them on at all during service, so that way they could see something was different. Um, and then actually uh, in the night of worship, it was uh, third song before we finally got them moving. So first song, they kind of just turned on. Uh, the second song, it was like a different look. And then the third song was Won't Stop Now from Elevation. Mm. And going into that bridge, you know, kind of oh, that little dancey moment. We fired off that ballyhoo cue and nice. they started moving. And uh, it was amazing. Afterwards, um, um Afterwards, I, I got nothing but complaints. Or not complaints, sorry. Uh, I got nothing but compliments. Man, praise God. That's awesome. Like, elders' wives were coming up going, that was gorgeous. That's I awesome. Loved, they went I didn't you, know. Man. I did, Yeah, I was like, they were like, I didn't know lights could move. And I was like, oh, I love you so much. Give me a hug. <laughs> so I'm just looking for new, I'm looking forward to some new opportunities in a new season um, to just be kind of creative. Yeah. Um, and then also too, I'm, I'm looking forward to, um, I've jumped back on our preaching team and just more opportunities to preach. So yeah, boy, you got so much going on, man. Pray for Jeremy. We're yeah, dude, mixing a live album right now. I'm doing all that Lord. preparing. So one day I could be side chaining a bass and a kick drum. And the next day I could be studying pneumatology. Right. And the next day talking to Anthony Evans Jr. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. So, well, cool, dude. You know what I think we should do? Bring it. I think we need a worship leader prop Spotify list. Uh, like I could create a playlist and we could share it and people could see it just be all songs that we're doing in both of our churches. Um, and it could be a resource for people looking for new stuff or, or whatnot. And then we could even, Ooh, you know what else we could do? What? Like we could have, we could have our listeners submit songs. They're digging. There you go. And just create this big database right. of songs that are, are working in our churches right now. I love that community, man. That's what this is all about. Yes, that is true. Well, guys, we are so excited to jump into part two of our interview with Meredith Andrews. Here you go. If we if we had a giant room and we could fill this room with like every worship leader, every production person, every worship volunteer, and we handed you a mic and you had a chance to say something to them, mm -hmm. what would what would you say? Oh man. Um, okay. I would say, um, well, I probably, I, I, we usually start with, uh, just kind of a little bit of my story, which I already shared with you guys. And even just talking about being faithful where God has you, um, because it's so massive, uh, for us to, um, just stay in it and stay with it when it is, that's the last thing we want to do hmm. when we feel the need or just the, just the urge to throw in the towel and to give it all up and just go, I've got to walk away from this, but to stick with it because the word of God says, do not grow weary in doing good because right. at the proper time you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. Hmm. That's right. But hmm. it's all about the proper time. And so many times you know, we have these goals in mind, which goals are great without vision, the people perish, right? Mm, yep. But God's timing is, is everything. And so like, he's doing a work in you 
while you wait on him and while you're faithful and while you serve. And even if you look at um, Isaiah 40, 31, that says they that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They'll mount up on wings like eagles, run, not grow weary, walk and not grow faint. That word wait, it means to strengthen yourself in the Lord. So mm. we can get so discouraged by the external. We can get so discouraged by the things that we see around us that are not happening, the obstacles, the walls we're coming up against, the battles that we feel like we're constantly fighting with people, with leadership, with the enemy, whatever it may be. But as we wait on the Lord and we strengthen ourselves in him, as we set our eyes, fix our eyes on Jesus, the author mm. and the finisher of our faith, and we go... I know what I see in the natural and it's really discouraging, but God, I believe you've called me here. And until you release me, I'm going to serve and I'm going to be faithful and I'm going to keep my eyes on you. No matter what the naysayers are, are spitting out, no matter what I feel, no matter the fact that it doesn't feel like we're, we're getting anywhere. We're making any progress. God, I know that you're doing something because you're Mm -hmm. always doing a new thing and you've got me here for a reason. Yep. Um, so I would say that for one thing, another, another thing that I would encourage, and I mean, I guess I, I am talking to worship leaders, but, um, you know, when I first started out, like as a career worship leader, if you will, like I got hired on at a church. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I remember like the first weekend that I ever, uh, was on staff at harvest. Um, pastor James came to me afterwards. He's like, Great job leading today. We're so glad you're part of our family and part of our team. I just have a question for you. Uh, why do you keep your eyes closed the whole time? I was like, well, you know, I'm just, I'm worshiping me and Jesus I'm having a moment. He's like, okay, it's great. I'm glad that you love the Lord and that you love to worship. But if you'd open your eyes, you'd see there's actually a couple thousand people in the room that are looking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, that's a good point. And I realized you know, I still close my eyes a lot when I worship, um, yeah. but not all the time because I think in some ways it was almost a, an insecurity as well. If I was honest, like I just closed my yeah. eyes cause I didn't want to see people's lack of reaction or, yes. you know, oh, yeah. um, but now I realize like I might miss something if I don't my eyes and if I'm not yeah. aware of what's going on in the room, if I'm not, um, paying attention to people's responses and where they are. And sometimes, you know, judging by people's reactions or just the kind of temperature in the room or the atmosphere, sometimes there are moments that are appropriate to go, guys, what we're doing here really matters. It's actually significant. We're not just singing songs to pass the time. Mm -hmm. We're engaging with God and the word of God says that he inhabits the praises of his people. So as we lift up our praise, he comes down and he meets with us. And that's what we want. We don't want just yeah. another church service where we sing some songs here and I message go to lunch. Like we want to encounter God. And, and how that happens is that we step out of what's normal or comfortable for us. And we press in mm. a little bit. So I just want to encourage you. Let's sing from our hearts because the Bible talks so much about singing and lifting up our, our voice, lifting up a, a, a sacrifice of praise. And what I realized is, you know, as lead worshipers, like we are on a platform and I used to think like, man, uh, I wish I could just hide behind a curtain, but 
that wouldn't lead anybody anywhere. They'd just be mm. like, where's that voice coming from? Mm. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, they'd be confused. Mm. But I think the question that we need to ask ourselves is, um, what am I doing with my visibility? Am I promoting myself? Am I making a spectacle of myself? Or am I pointing people to Jesus? Mm. Because yeah. that's where people are going to get free. I can never set anybody free. I can't that's save right. anybody. I can't heal anybody. But if I can get people to understand that there's, there's, there's a shift that happens. There's something that happens when you just, when you just press into the presence of God, when you get your eyes on Jesus and you go, Lord, I'm going to run after you with all that I've got. And I'm going to give you all of my worship because you deserve it. And I'm going to surrender. If there's anything in my heart, I'm just going to lay it at your feet. And I'm, I'm going to posture my heart to receive from you because that's also a part of worship. Yeah. Um, but just, well, the re- Dan, go ahead. I was just going to say the reality is you can't lead somebody somewhere you've not been. Exactly. Absolutely. And so it's been interesting. One of the things I would at some point was wanted to ask you was like, okay, like there's a lot of really good singers out there. Right. And and you're in that class of people that are just really good singers. But what I think sets you apart is I don't know that I've ever heard anybody who can communicate lyrics like mm. you do. Mm. Uh, there's just something in, in the anointing God has placed on your life. But the more I hear you talk, it all makes sense now. Absolutely. <laughs> because total focus, no, man. It, it, well, it's, it's you believe so much in your heart. It, like, I love that it's not about the songs, it's, it's about the God behind the songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, when, 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 it, when you're up there and you can kind of throw the, the perspective away of like, I, I hope I'm sounding good right now. Ooh, that reverb sounds good. They just threw on me. Like, and it's just like, I'm just going to go stand in the presence of my God. Mm-hmm. Everything changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, but, but if you're if you're not going to those places right on, on your own through the week, you're never going to be able it. to lead somewhere, that, lead people that down a path you don't know how to get down. That's it, mm-hmm. and our pro, that's exactly right, Jeremy. And I've said that I've said that phrase so many times. Like you can't lead people where you haven't been yourself, and it's like our private worship must precede our public mm-hmm. worship. Absolutely. Yes, because otherwise, yes. what I'm doing on a stage, it's it's like a concert, and it's just like mm-hmm. I'm the hype man. And I, I, I don't want to be the hype man. I, I want to know the heart of God. I want to know what it's like to worship him and experience him behind closed doors so that I can go, guys, he has so much for you. And he wants to meet with you today. And I promise you that if you take the time and you, you know, get past the distractions and the, the comfort zones, and you press in, then you're going to find them. If you seek me with all your heart, you'll find me, right? So that's exactly right. Like, and that's why I'm such a big advocate for let's, let's, let's get back in our closets with our guitars or yes. our pianos or just our voices. Let's open our Bibles and let's just start singing out the Psalms, you know? Like, let's just start singing out a new song to the Lord and, and watch what happens in our church services. Watch what happens to our congregations. Amen. When we get back to the main thing, when Jesus is truly the treasure of our hearts, mm. because that is everything. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, that's fantastic. Um, yep. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so this is, this is we're done with the Frank Five. But I, I, uh, we follow you and your husband on Instagram. And some of my favorite all-time things on Instagram are videos of you watching like Stranger Things. Oh gosh, or- I don't know you're saying that. <laughs> <laughs> they are fantastic. Yeah. You know what? And I had a friend the other day who was like, 
uh, I told my wife that Stranger Things wasn't coming out until 2019. She was like, dang it, you mean I got to wait a whole nother year to watch Meredith watch Stranger Things? Apparently. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. I know. I just get so... I get so wrapped into that. And I don't know. It's just my personality. I've always been like that. When I watch movies, I just get so I'm like there, I am there. And so I just can't have it. I start talking to the screen and one, Oh, I remember one time I went to like a very intense movie and I stood up and it was the kind of movie chair where it flips up, you know, when you stand <laughs> and I, oh, yeah. up, I went right back down on the floor. Like, I mean, just got <laughs> so into it, but yeah. Yes. Sorry, I interrupted. That's you. Fantastic. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I have a question. Um, it, are you are you still good on time, Meredith? Because I want to yeah, make sure we. Okay. okay. Um, you 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 said something earlier that we talked about the high points. Mm-hmm. Can you make? Would you be willing to share maybe some of the low points? So like, absolutely. Um, so I I'm on the ministry team for the experience conference. Yeah. Um, and so getting to be a part of that, like one of the things that's always so interesting is like the first year that we went to the experience conference, I was just an attendee. Mm-hmm. There were five conversations going around, uh, around uh, me where worship leaders were just broken. Right. And so like, would you mind maybe sharing a little bit mm-hmm. of some of the lows and like how God sustained yes. you through those times? Totally. Um, okay. The first story that comes to mind and I, and I want to preface this because um, I understand that, you know, each of our stories looks very different. While, while yeah. we have similarities and, and many of us are serving in the church on a regular basis, uh, sometimes context looks different um, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So I, I just want to kind of preface that and you'll understand why. So when I... Um, first released a record with uh, word. I, I was serving a harvest. I'd been there about a year and a half. And um, honestly, there was all this hype around just me as a new artist. And um, like billboard magazine wrote this article on my first record and just kind of set it up to win and all that. And I was excited. I had a lot of expectation and a lot of people were like, yeah, this is going to be great. And next Amy Grant, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, calm down people. Like <laughs> time. I don't even play guitar. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> but um, what was so interesting is that my record came out and it didn't do what everybody said it was going to do. Wow. It didn't take off. I watched other people around me who released a record or similar times as I did, like as new artists, just shoot straight to the top, if you will. And I was just kind of putzing along. (laughs) And uh, after a few months of just all the noise kind of dying down and I was left just kind of going, all right, what do I make of this? I remember saying to the Lord, God, I thought, I thought this is what you called me to. And he so lovingly slapped me upside the head <laughs> and just said, Meredith, why would you think that just because you didn't sell the number of records you thought you were going to, that I didn't call you to this? Wow. Since when is my calling related to your record sales? Mm. Oh my. Wow. And Whoa. I was like, okay, I was on my face. 
And I feel like God just, what he did for me in that, I'm sorry, I still get emotional talking about it because it was such a pivotal moment in my life of God redefining success in my own heart and Mm -hmm. helping me understand that we're going to face disappointment. It's inevitable. It's part of life, but it's what we choose to do with that disappointment that actually defines our, the, 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 um, preceding moments. Yeah. And so I gave that to the Lord and I said, okay, God, I'm really disappointed about this, but it's yours. And I, Mm. I began Mm. to understand that it was, he was bringing me back to that thing of be faithful where I've placed you. That's right. And because I felt like God was saying to me, I'm building something in you that's going to be about longevity more than just like an instant overnight. We're at the top because I want something that's sustainable and I know, and I can look back, I can look, you know, that was 10 years ago. I can look back and believe and know about myself. If that would have happened, if it would have been this instant overnight kind of thing, I believe I would have fizzled out very quickly because I, I didn't have the spiritual strength, character, perseverance, muscles, whatever you will like to sustain, um, that sort of, um, I guess success, but really just coming back to that place of obedience and going, okay, God, this is, this is your thing. It's not my thing. So, I want you to do it the way you want to do it. And I'm so grateful for the way that he walked me through disappointment, unmet expectations, um, hidden seasons, even, you know, I feel like you're like, Oh man, like I'm so sure you've walked through hidden seasons, but when, when there are moments when you feel overlooked and, uh, you know, there are, and you've done the time and you've put in the work and you feel like other people get um, the job or the solo or whatever, like that's a moment of hiddenness. And those are the moments where we, again, get to choose. Am I going to be bitter about this? or I'm going to let it make me better. Am I going to choose to sulk in the corner or am I going to celebrate what God is doing in other people around me? That's right. And um, so that was a, that was a huge moment for me. Um, Another thing and this is just for, for anybody, like when we moved to Nashville four years ago, um, it was the hardest season on our marriage. We were burned out in ministry. Mm -hmm. Um, we had been serving at our church. You know, we were there every weekend. We were there 30 weekends a year. And then on the weekends we weren't serving at our church, we were on the road. So we didn't have a Saturday like for a couple years Mm -hmm. and we had two kids and one on the way. Um, God called us to Nashville. We were still start, we were still on staff at Harvest, even when we were living in Nashville, and we were completely burned out and uh, not in a healthy place. And the Lord just began to strip some things away, and it was such a refining season for us. And we went to counseling. Um, we had people praying for us. We um, we had encounters with God that just like escalated and accelerated just our healthy season, but. Uh, we walked through a really dark season in our marriage where we weren't sure if we were going to make it. Mm. And uh, that's a huge part of my story and and my husband's story, obviously. And just to see where God has brought us and that he's redeemed it. And I mean, we're not perfect. And honestly, like we're a three, I'm a three on the Enneagram. 
If you yeah. anything about the Enneagram and Jake yep. is a four. So I'm an achiever and he's an individualist, meaning I'm the chameleon. I can like, I, I want to believe that I'm authentic, but I can be all things to all men. I can do whatever I need to do just to get the job done. I can even change my voice. Like sometimes Jake would be like, why are you using that spiritual voice? I'm like, I'm not trying. It just, I don't know. But he's so authentic. He like, Everything that he says, he means. Everything that comes mm. out of him is the truest true of him, you know? Mm. Um, but he's also very emotional. And so, anyway, all that to say, our, our pairings, if you uh, read about the Enneagram, the three and four are the most passionate. So the highs are high, high, the lows are low. And we've experienced all of that. And um, I'm just really thankful just for God's grace to go, no, we're going we're gonna to get this right. Because if this isn't right, nothing else is going to be right. Mm. And, uh, so we've walked through, you know, a difficult season in our marriage and God has totally redeemed it. And we're in a very healthy place. Um, currently again, nothing's perfect. And, uh, but anyway, but really sweet and really great. And, um, and then the last thing I'll say is, um, I had a, a, well, a couple of circumstances come to mind. Um, and it hits on the disappointment thing again. Um, Okay, I'm just going to be honest because I, like, I think this is okay. <laughs> I think this is. Totally no, I, okay. I think this is. I think this is huge though because. Yeah. I think so many people that are just like serving in the local church and they there's always that especially in our society that like everything's better at the top. Yep. Mm. Yeah. And so I think your vulnerability and showing oh wow for sure they're they're and going think, through the same stuff right and uh, you know there are times that when, there are times when you can be specific and there are times when you have to use more generalities but i think that there's enough time that's kind of passed that i can um be specific about this not and i've talked with these people about this so they know okay so um you know we left harvest um we came off staff january of 2017 i believe 16 maybe i can't remember (laughs) one of those um and uh we were planning on being a part of vertical still like traveling with them, but things just kind of started to fizzle. They just started kind of going and we just kind of started going in a direction naturally just kind of, and I believe that God wanted it that way. And I love what God is building in them. And I, we still just champion them. We write with them all the time. They're some of our best friends, their family. I'm, we're just like the big brother and sister that moved away, you know, but one of my dreams, if you will, and this is so silly, but this is just me, uh, what has always been to lead worship at Outcry. And I've wow. never gotten that opportunity. And Vertical was asked to lead worship at, at Outcry last spring. And y'all, that was real hard for me. Mm. And I'm, oh, I mean, this is just me being super vulnerable. Mm. But um, I remember when I found out that day, I was like, God, that was my dream, <laughs> you know? Um, and I had to give it over to the Lord and I just had to go, it's not about me, but what was really beautiful. And this is something that I've learned about disappointment is that as Christians, we're really good at going, Oh, it's okay. I'll be fine. God's got this. He has something better for me, which are all true things. But yep. if we don't learn to acknowledge the disappointment it can be really sneaky and turn into bitterness in our heart. Yes, it can. And so in that moment, I just had to have a cry about it. I looked at all the Instagrams. I was like, God, thank you for what you're doing in them. I wish I was there. 
but thank you for what you're doing there. Hmm. And I'm just going to cry about it because I'm sad that I don't get to be a part of it yet. <laughs> Maybe one day, you know. Oh, you will. So, there you go. There you go. But I, I just had to cry and just go, God, you know that this is a dream in my heart. And maybe it's just not the right time. Um, but thank you for what you're doing to my friends. And thank you that you see my heart. And thank you that you yeah. know my dreams. And that you can outdream me any day. And that I can give you my disappointment. And you don't say, all right, that's enough. Clean it up. Wipe it off. Get, <laughs> yeah. You know, get yeah. back up. Try yeah. again. God will sit with us in that hurt. He will sit with us in that disappointment mm-hmm. and he'll go, I know that you're hurting over this mm-hmm. and I'm going to put my arm around you and I'm going to love on you because I know what's in your heart and I know what I've called you to do. Yep. And then he'll just go, all right, now let's get up and move forward into what I have for you right now. And so I think that that's for all of us. Like, and even, even there's been some things even this week where, you know, we didn't get invited to this thing that I thought, well, we're friends with them. We didn't get invited, you know, like, and I, you feel overlooked and you feel undervalued and you're like, did I do something wrong or, or did they just not think of us? And I'm not sure which yeah. one's worse. And, yeah, right, right. I, you know, and I just to let you guys know, like we go through that too. Like I'm That's so right. we like, we're some kind of what everybody does. Everybody experiences that. And the enemy would love nothing more than to take those little voices and to go, see, you're not as special as you thought you were. See, you don't belong with them. You're not that caliber. You're not, you you don't belong at that table. But God goes, no, I have something for you and you belong and you fit. And you don't need to look at what everybody else thinks about you or whether you got invited or not invited. You were always invited to the only table that matters. And I think once we're able just to go, okay, God, that was hurtful, whether it was intentional or not. And I just need to like shed some tears over this and then I can move on, you know, but it's okay to give our disappointment over to the Lord. Let him cry with us and go, all right, thank you, God. Um, even that I get to celebrate people and I, and I, I want to handle this well. And I want to be faithful even in this moment just to go, it's okay. God, you see me, God, you yeah. love me, God, you mm. know me and you have something for me mm. and I don't have to make it happen for myself. That's right. Wow. That's huge. Wow. So huge. Yeah. It's, it's just that I just say it all the time. It's this perspective change. Yeah, that's right. You know? Um, so wow. Th- hey, thank you so much for willing to get vulnerable. Absolutely. Yeah. That really, that means a lot, um, that you'd be willing to do that. So it sure yeah, does. absolutely. You know, I believe that God gives us our stories and walks us through our journeys so that we can share it with other people. Hmm. That's right. And I'm an open book. Maybe Maybe too much. So, but if it's helpful for one person, it's worth it to me. But that, that authenticity, man, the, the, I know the younger generations, they're craving it just to get open and share the mess. You know what I mean? Like we all work so hard to make it look like, Oh, there's nothing bad going on. And everything's perfect over at my house. It's not stop. (laughs) Stop being a faker. Like just own the mess and let God just be part of it and to that's let, right. sit with you in it. And yep. that's, yeah, that's huge. So, yeah. Wow. Well, wow. gosh, thank wow. you so much for coming. I, yeah, um, we've, thank you. we've not asked anybody this on the spot, but I hope you'll come back sometime. I'd love to. This has just been like so rich. If you didn't have to fly to Israel tomorrow, we could just keep talking. <laughs> 
<laughs> talking and <laughs> well, uh, I crying and laughing. First, and then I'll fly to Israel tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, we should get we should get you and your husband on there. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, that, be awesome. that would be fun. He's a deep well. Like he's the kind of person where you have to spend some time with him. Like on the surface, if you don't know him, he look, he's just kind of like behind the scenes guy, but you start tapping a little bit and he's like deep, deep. Well, so dude, Mr. Probs, she is, I named, I named the last episode stirring up deep, deep wells with Meredith Andrews. She is just a wealth of knowledge. She sure is. And she's, man, she's so down to earth and, uh, Make sure she has a new single out, A Million Saints. Make sure you go grab that. Um, it's fantastic. I think everything she does is fantastic. Her voice is just amazing. And uh, she can communicate so well. Um, and so, again, I, I, I straight up, I told her on the podcast, you heard me. I still can't believe she said yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, by the way, she knew what One Calls the Heart is. Oh, she did. Right. And she said, in her words, that's because I'm the first chick you've had on this podcast, <laughs> which is fantastic. <laughs> so, hey, to all of our female uh, worship leaders out there and production ladies and people that's who right. sing and play on our teams, hey, we, we got you, man. We're going to be having lots of females uh, on the podcast who are out there serving. And so uh, be encouraged, man. Absolutely. Well, hey, thank you so much for listening to the podcast again. Right now in this moment, hit pause. Yep. Well, don't hit pause yet. Listen to <laughs> Listen me to first. The instructions. Listen to the instructions and then hit pause. So here's your instructions. Go to your favorite podcast platform, like, subscribe, and download all these episodes that you're listening to of the Worship Leader Problems podcast. Again, just helps us get this thing out there. So right now, pause. I'll tell you what, we'll wait. Go ahead. Do, do, do. We get copyright problems for that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Worship Leader Prowls podcast. And until next time, see you. Deuces. Deuces.